Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. And welcome to the Glenice Show with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this week's radio show is one that was requested a while ago. Every once in a while, I'll post on Facebook and just say, Hey guys, what's a topic you'd like me to cover? And this one really popped. How to deal with difficult people. And... If I'd have done this show prior to learning the tools from Access Consciousness, like let's say I'd have recorded this show in 2010, uh, my responses or my tips or my tricks or whatever would have been very different than what they are today. And that's what I love about the tools. One of the millions of things I love about the tools from Access Consciousness is that they just create so much ease and they're usually the opposite (laughs) of what you actually think you should do or think would change the situation. So you might want to have a paper and pen handy. Of course, if you buy the clearing loop, you will get them written out in the clearings, uh, just kind of a title of each of the the uh, tips. And if you are part of the Insiders Club, which is the monthly club for the Glenice Show, you get all of the clearings, you get the radio show uh, recorded days before, maybe only two, but whatever, days before it's aired on Voice America uh, and all sorts of other goodies. So check for more information about that. If you're not on my email list uh, and you want to just reach out and, and ask about that, let me know. I'm happy to give you the link for more information. All right, so tips to deal with difficult people. Number one, when you're looking at that, when you're dealing with somebody and you're in the space of, wow, they're being really difficult, you want to check in. Is that an awareness, which it could be in that moment, or is it a judgment? It could be either. So this isn't something that you, you know, we can ask generally about every person you've ever called uh, difficult. It's something you want to ask yourself in that moment and be willing to be honest with you. Because it could well be an awareness that they are choosing to be difficult in that 10 seconds. The problem is a lot of times what we do is we're aware that the person is choosing to be difficult and then we take it into judgment. Then we go, oh, and they're always like this and they're always difficult and this is just the way they always are. Like we make it a conclusion instead of like, hey, wow, they're choosing to be difficult right now. So everywhere that you've had the awareness that someone was choosing to be difficult and then you took it into judgment which then solidified it and you had to prove yourself right that they were difficult will you destroy and uncreate that all and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good battle online put box shorts boys and beyonds so then when you have that awareness that they're choosing to be difficult and you allow yourself to have the awareness because this is the other thing a lot of times we don't actually want to acknowledge when somebody's choosing that we want to pretend that everybody would always want to be nice and kind and happy and all of those words that you know we've put a lot of significance on instead of acknowledging in that moment like wow they're choosing to be difficult 
Because once you acknowledge it for you, you don't have to phone them up, you don't have to text them, you don't have to let them know, just know for you, the question then becomes, what is it going to take to change this? Because if you're willing to have the awareness that they're choosing to be difficult in that 10 seconds, then you're actually going to also have the awareness of what it's going to take to change it. But if you go to judgment of they're always difficult, they're always a jerk, they're always like this, then what that does is it ensures that you don't have access to your awareness. Because you can't have awareness and judgment in the same room. Judgment really solidifies and makes dense. So everywhere that you've solidified and made dense to ensure that you don't have the awareness of what it would take to change something so that you can stay in the drama trauma of it, well, you just start and create all that and return it to center with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So then let's say the other way. So you ask yourself, so truth, is this uh, them being difficult, is this a judgment or an awareness? And you get that it's actually a judgment. Then all you do need to do is clear it. Everywhere I'm judging them for being difficult, I destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere I've been and done that, <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds, because what occurs is that when we have done things or been a certain way in the past or past lifetimes and we are still in judgment of that, then it 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 brings that energy up again instead of just going, oh, okay, everywhere I've been and done that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put box shorts, boys, meons. Then again, you can go back to, okay, so what's it going to take to change this? And this is the piece that I've seen even for myself over the years uh, is once I realized that I actually could ask a question about changing it, the times that I didn't do that, like the times that I chose the drama trauma instead, the times where uh, it was I don't know, more entertaining to complain about that person to friends than to actually just go, okay, well, what's it going to take to change this? So watch for that too. And don't make yourself wrong, but just be willing to really acknowledge like, wow, okay, I'm in this space and I'm not interested in changing it right now. Okay, cool. Because again, we go back to the energy of acknowledging. If you're willing to acknowledge something, then you can actually have the energy to change it. But a lot of times we don't even um, tell ourselves when we're in that kind of pissy space. <laughs> we might know we're in the pissy space, but we're usually blaming it on that other person instead of going, wow, you know what? I'm getting a lot out of this pissiness right now. I'm, I'm just going to hang out here for a while. And then just give yourself that, that permission and you'll likely change it a lot quicker than if you judged yourself for having that pissiness, than being, you know, not being willing to ask questions around it. Just allow yourself that. <sighs> Everything that just brought up, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put rock, shorts, boys, meons. And everywhere you wouldn't allow yourself that space and that choice to be whatever it is you you're choosing to be in that moment we just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to center with consciousness right wrong good bad online pop shorts boys and beyonds
Now, another tip which runs really closely along with this one is constantly be clearing the projections and expectations. Because there's a few things going on when somebody's choosing to be difficult, and we're aware of that, <laughs> and we're maybe not totally willing to be aware of that, then we start projecting and expecting onto them. Oh my gosh, every time I talk about this situation with my parents, they get really difficult. So then we start projecting that energetically. And what is so interesting is that we, like, we actually, when we're projecting onto people, they will act it out. So a lot of times when somebody's acting a certain way with you and they always act that way with you, it's based on the judgment that you have that that's what they do and that you're constantly projecting that judgment onto them. Everything that just brought up latest destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if people aren't ever always something? Like, and what if we allowed them to choose whatever it is they were going to choose without a point of view and without projecting and expecting? And I did a, my weekly newsletter video um, a couple weeks ago about that, about how I was kind of projecting, not kind of, how I was projecting onto my family and that they, you know, would always like what they loved last year or the year before that. Uh, and so then I got the coolest email from my friend Barbara in Germany, and she sent me this quote, and she said, the only man I know who behaves sensibly is my tailor. He takes my measurements anew each time he sees me. And that's from George Bernard Shaw. And it's like, yeah, that. Like, what if no matter what interaction we had with somebody, we always in air quotes, took their measurements anew. Like we never ever expected them to be like they were last time we saw them or have the same, you know, birthday cake that they had the year before or anything. Like what if it was always brand new? And the true trick to changing that is to constantly be clearing the projections and expectations. Now, you want to do it both ways because people are also constantly expecting and projecting onto you. So if you have someone in your life who, who often chooses to be difficult, they're probably also projecting onto you that you're going to tell them that they're difficult, <laughs> you know, or whatever that kind of theme is running between you two, you're expecting them to be that way and they're expecting you to have that point of view about them. Like, it's just this really, really bizarre um, kind of ask of the other person that we don't actually want. <laughs> Everything that just brought up will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so how to clear expectations and projections? It's really simple. All of the expectations. And actually, I'll use the full clearing, even though not all of the words may match all of the time. But what I love about these tools is that we can keep it really, really, really simple by just always running them. And then if there's any of them that don't fit in that 10 seconds, it doesn't matter. So all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, and refined judgments that I have about this person 
I destroy and uncreate them all and return them to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, refined judgments that that person has about me, I destroy and uncreate all of those. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, that doesn't mean that you are energetically clearing it for them uh, from the space of like superior bitching. What it means is... <laughs> This is, this is going down the rabbit hole a bit farther, is all of the ones that you're projecting that they're projecting <laughs> get cleared. So you're truly only clearing it for you. You're not actually clearing it for them because uh, that's up to them. That's none of your business. But you're clearing it for you because that's the thing is we have projections of what they're projecting. <laughs> And that's why in Access we often use the phrase, at least we're cute because we're not that bright. Because really, I mean, how funny is that? We say, oh, we want this really phenomenal relationship with, you know, let's say our spouse. And yet we're constantly projecting that they're going to be difficult. And then we're projecting that they're going to project on us that we're I don't know, bossy or something like that. Like, it's so ridiculous. So the more that you clear those for you, because again, you're the only one you can clear them for, the more space that it will actually create. Because then you will really allow that person, you will, you will allow yourself to measure them anew each and every time that you see them. <sighs> so everywhere you haven't been willing for people to show up as they are in that 10 seconds without projecting and expecting onto them of how they should be or how they're supposed to be or how they need to be or how they've been in the past. Will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to center with consciousness? <sighs> right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then a couple other questions that I, that I like to run, especially if I've got that either judgment or awareness that the person's being difficult, is if I didn't have any expectations of so-and-so, what magic could I be here? If I wasn't projecting onto so-and-so, what magic could I be here? So I just kind of change up the words a little bit depending on what's going on in that moment for me. And then it shifts it because then I get the awareness of like what is actually possible if I stop projecting and expecting. And of course, you could do it around the conclusions also, or, or any of those words. I just find the most often is the expectation and definitely the projection. Yeah. The other way you can run it is if I wasn't operating off of their projections and expectations, what magic could I be? <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, all night, bad, buck, shorts, boys, meons. Because what that does is it acknowledges that you're actually choosing to operate or be from the space of what they're sending you to be instead of being what I call the most conscious person in the room and choosing what actually works going oh wow they're projecting that I'm going to judge them for being difficult hmm will that create more right now huh no okay so then what can I choose so again it goes back to being aware and the willingness to be aware always <laughs> constantly and infinitely 
So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the infinite awareness that you truly be? <sighs> Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, way to store and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the never being, the infinite being with infinite awareness that you truly be? Everything that just brought up, lead to store and uncreate it all and return it to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared, creating the comfortable distance between you and infinite awareness are you choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now the other piece that I should talk about and I was thinking maybe I should have talked about it at the beginning but it doesn't matter uh is not only like you know is this that they're being difficult a judgment or an awareness you also want to clear your judgments about the person because that will also create so that would be another tip to really create the space and I would actually put it as number one first step clear your actual judgments about the person or about the person and like the situation like whatever it might be you know because maybe it's not somebody that you know Maybe it's just been, I don't know, you're driving in traffic and they're being difficult because they're speeding alongside of you or they're doing whatever. So you maybe don't have a past with them, so to speak, but you do have some judgments that come up right away. So of course, with judgments, you know, return to center with consciousness, but also are they yours? And especially, I mean, especially in any situation and driving in traffic, my sweet friends, please know how infinitely aware you are and what goes on for you behind that wheel is not yours. Now, it is up to you to recognize it's not yours and stop adding to that insanity uh, and it's not yours. So the same as the judgment you have about that difficult driver is it's not yours and clear it. So, oh gosh, every, all these judgments I have about this person right now, I just turn and create them. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then, you know, you, that might be the only thing that's required in that whole situation is just clear the judgments that aren't yours anyway, just clear them. And then uh, you can, of course, clear the projections that they're going to continue being a difficult driver. And we're going to actually head to break here right away. Uh, so in the next segment and, and the last segment, I'll cover more tips that would be maybe more useful in kind of those really quick situations that you don't have the past with. You don't have uh, a lot of other stuff that you need to clear, but you do need to deal with that kind of that energy that's coming up in the moment. So for now, we'll head to break. and We'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenice.net You're tuned in to The Glenice Show. Want to find out more about what Glenice and the show are about? Visit glenicehughes.com. Again, that's G L E N Y C E hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about tips to deal with difficult people. And, uh, you know, a lot of times people just want to exclude them. You know, they just go, oh, that person's too hard to deal with, so I won't. And you want to really look at that too. Because anytime you exclude, then what happens is you exclude that energy that that person is bees. You also exclude anybody who wouldn't have a point of view about that energy. So that can end up being a lot of people on the planet. You know, so if somebody is a, you know, is has is choosing to be difficult and you go, okay, that's it. I'm having nothing to do with them. I'm never talking to them again. I'm never going to see them again and you cut them out of your life. And then anybody who doesn't have a point of view about that energy, anybody who is that energy or has the possibility of choosing that energy, you cannot receive from. Which you end up then limiting your receiving. So all of the people that you've excluded to ensure that you don't receive infinitely, (sighs) we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And exclusion is something that I'm not sure if we're maybe taught in this reality, but it's something that a lot of us do. We go, oh, that's the energy. I want nothing to do with it. And usually we use judgment of that's, that's the energy and that's wrong or that's bad and they shouldn't do that. So we use some sort of judgment to cut them out. And then 
we're often then asking to be, you know, to infinitely receive, but we're not actually choosing it because we've got all of these energies and some, in some situations, people, situations, experiences that we're actually excluding. How many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared, creating the exclusion you are choosing? Everything that is, we discern and create at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it doesn't mean that if you're not excluding, then you have to say yes to every invite they give you, or that you'd have to want to hang out with them, or that if they came over that you have to answer the door. That's not what that means at all. It's just that if you don't exclude then you can actually have the awareness. So let's say, uh, let's say you're having a relationship with somebody and it comes to an end and they're being really difficult in different situations. And so then you go, okay, well, I'm never going to talk to them again. So you do the excluding. Or what you could do is go, wow, okay, I am going to check in with me every time there's a possibility to interact with them. So if they phone, it doesn't mean you have to answer it. It just means you go, okay, so truth, if I answer this call right now, will it create the future I desire or decay the future I desire? And you always constantly, always, always, always follow your awareness. Follow what's light. And you may, over the rest of your lifetime, never interact with that person again. But then it's not from exclusion, it's actually from awareness. So that's the difference, is that it doesn't mean you have to interact with all the people. You just want to use your awareness of what is actually going to create the future you desire and not have a point of view. If they phone and it's going to create, you know, you ask the questions and it's going to create more for you to answer, then you don't have a point of view about that and you don't project and expect onto them for them to be a certain way. So exclusion is something you really want to look at, or at least for me, it changed everything when I started looking at it because it wasn't necessarily people. I don't have a lot of people in my life that I've excluded, but there's a lot of energies that I was excluding. Anger was probably the loudest one because <laughs> I grew up you know, just with this energy that anger was bad. So anytime somebody was anger, anger, angry, I would shut off. I would withdraw. I would withdraw my energy from them. I would make sure that they knew energetically they were wrong for choosing that. And then I might even punish them. I might leave the room. I might not talk to them. I might like, there was all sorts of bizarre things around. And not, I mean, many energies, not just anger, but anger was, was definitely the, the most, uh, excluded energy for me which of course then I couldn't be angry right how much did I have to judge me any time that I was choosing to be or you know that energy of anger came up I would stop it I would cut myself off I would exclude me I mean there was so much craziness that would go on so there was a lot of energies that I would exclude that I actually I thought that's I thought that's what you were supposed to do. I thought that that's how you, um, you know, kind of from the metaphysical days of that's how you stayed positive. You excluded all of the negative energies. And with access, there's nothing about, you know, consciousness judges nothing, which means there's no positive, there's no negative, and has allowance for everything. 
but does not mean you're a doormat. So yeah, if somebody is angry at you and yelling in your face and punching you, it doesn't mean you have to stand there. It doesn't mean you don't call the cops and press charges. That can be done from allowance too. It's just checking in with yourself of what's required. And what I started doing was I was asking my body, you know, body, show me the energies that I am excluding. And then, you know, along the way, they would just come along and I would just be like, oh, that energy. And usually it was, I'm using air quotes, a negative, something that I would have judged as negative that I thought the only way to deal with it was to exclude it instead of go, you know what? Like anger can actually change things. Anger can be a huge contribution. So there's so many energies that if you stopped excluding them, what could you actually create on the planet? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, butt box, shorts, boys and beyonds. Or even the killing energy. Like this is something we talk about in the foundation classes a lot because we're most of us are brought up that that's wrong and that's bad and killing is the 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 worst thing on the planet and yet is it like if somebody was coming up to you to kill you would you be willing to kill them first and i know for myself you know back in 2011 when i started studying access it was a no from me and, and I was proud of that. I mean, it sounds so funny now, but truly, I was proud that I would not ever kill someone. And it's like, that, no. <laughs> Just no. Because then I was never ever about having my own back and taking care of me and what's required for me. So if you're not willing to kill, you will be killed. And I don't mean you will be killed like you will actually be murdered. I don't mean it that way. But energetically, it's like, where are you in that equation? And if you don't exclude killing energy, guess what? You'd also be aware when somebody was coming up behind you in a parking parkade to kill you. Because you wouldn't have shut off your awareness to it. Whereas before, the way that I was operating was killing is bad, which meant I had blinders on it to killing. Anybody who was willing to kill, I would have just, I wouldn't have even been aware of it. <sighs> so what energy, space, and consciousness can you in your body be to be the killing energy that you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate all times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, so that was tip number three, no exclusion. Tip number four, and this is one that you would use in, I mean, you use it everywhere, please. Please use it all the time. Uh, and in a situation like I was talking about in the first uh, segment where you had a driver that was being difficult and you were, you know, you just kind of wanted something right now to, to clear it or to, to change it for yourself. It's to expand out energetically. So few people do this and it is such an incredible way to change anything for a few reasons. One, <laughs> When we're in the space of judgment, and so let's again, we're have, we have an erratic driver in front of us or around us and we're freaking out and we're mad at them and we're picking up everybody's crazy about it and we're in all this space, we actually energetically are contracting to have all of those reactions because you can't have all of those reactions from a space of expansion. That's total contraction. 
So everywhere that you've contracted so you could fit into this reality, will you just and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. And then the other thing is that we are naturally expanded beings. That is our natural space. If we are all of us, and we are energetically the oneness of all of us. That is the true space of us. Even as I say those words, I expand even farther. And I just, it's like, oh, there, that's, ah, that's the space. Where most of us are just, you know, existing in, I don't know, a little tiny little bit of our brain, which is why things feel so dense, and sometimes why it's painful to be on this earth, because all of those energies that we're aware of, it's like they're smacking us in that little tiny contraction. Instead of, if you're expanded into all of you as the infinite being you truly be, you will still be aware of all those energies, but they won't slap you. They will be more like feather touches. And they will contribute to you because it's a totally different space than from the contraction of what this reality calls as normal. So everywhere that it has been more valuable to be contracted than to be the expanded you, you truly be, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And expanding out, like, this is something... I've talked about it a lot, so depending if you've listened to a lot of my shows, you might have heard me talk about this a million times, but... It has been the greatest gift because there was a time that I would say, oh yeah, let's go shopping. I can hardly wait. And you know, back then I lived a couple hours from a really big mall here in Edmonton and I was like, oh yeah, let's go. And, and hubby and I would come up to Edmonton for the day and we're going to shop the day away. And I'd last about 30 minutes, sometimes only three minutes. <laughs> and, and I'd be done and hubby would take one look and he'd be like, oh, you're done. Like, yep, I'm done. Let's go. And what it was is I would walk into that mall from the place of I need to, to, you know, be protected. I need to keep myself safe. So what I would do energetically is I would contract and then walk in and all of the energies that were there, again, I'm aware of them all. I've always been aware of them all. And it would feel like I was getting punched in the head over and over. Whereas now, when I go into those places, I can last days. I mean, I have facilitated foundation class in Edmonton, in the West Edmonton Mall, which is, I think, one of the biggest malls in Canada. Uh, I know there's bigger in the U.S. and probably other places, but in Canada, it's huge. And I've actually, because I've got a hotel and, and meeting rooms and stuff, I've facilitated foundation and stayed at that hotel and not left the mall for five days straight and loved it. Like, it's a huge difference. So the more that you practice expanding out, and we'll go through the really simple exercise here in a couple minutes, but the more that you practice that, your new set point will be that and that's what I love is that um, you know the my natural expansion now without kind of thinking about it or or consciously expanding out is huge compared to where it was when I first started using this tool so everywhere that you haven't been willing to expand out 
will you destroy and uncreate all that? Actually, let me change that. Everywhere you haven't been willing to expand out energetically and be the oneness of you, will you destroy and uncreate all that? And return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So let's just do this little exercise. And even if you've done it with me before, you've done it on your own before, just just humor me. Do it with me. See how much we can contribute to each other by doing it together. Because I know that every time I consciously expand out, I go farther than I did the time before. And I've now been doing it for like, I don't know, seven or eight years. So I, there's still a lot of room out there, I'm sure. All right. So just take a moment, close your eyes if it's safe to do so. And expand out into all of your body. So become really present with your sweet toes and your legs and your hips and your tummy and your spine and your shoulders and your neck up to the top of your head to the tips of your ears. Hmm. You might even want to say, hi, sweet body. Hi. And then expand out energetically into the room that you're in. So energetically touching the walls and the furniture, the people, the plants, the animals, whatever may be in that room with you. And then expanding out into the entire house or building that you're in. So all the way down to the basement, up to the top floor, out to all the walls the people, the furniture, everything. And then expanding out into the state or province that you're in. Yeah. And then expanding out into the country that you're in. Just being the oneness that you truly be with everything and everyone in the country. And then expanding out into the entire earth. So all the way down, the dirt, crystal energy, up to the continents and the countries and the oceans, the rivers, the lakes, the animals, the vehicles, the buildings, the people, everything and everyone on planet Earth, and up to the blue sky, the clouds. So energetically, you are expanded out in touching and aware of every molecule on the planet. And now expanding out beyond the planet. So expanding out farther and farther and farther out into the galaxies and expanding even farther than that. And anywhere that you contract back or anywhere that you're noticing there isn't an ease for expanding, just allow it to be ease now. Just allow yourself to expand even farther. Expanding out into every molecule of your body and being. Yeah. And then go even farther than that. And go even farther than that. And go even farther than that in every direction below you, above you, in front of you, behind you, in every direction around you. And anything that doesn't allow this to be your new space your new natural space that you live every moment of every day from this space of expansion. Just destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, and now triple that. Expand out three times farther than you're expanded out right now. Yeah. Yeah. And from this space of expansion, open your eyes. 
Yeah, because what you don't want to do is contract back down. You actually want to train yourself to be that expanded, whatever that expanded is for you each time, and with your eyes open. So I like to do it like to, to create the space with my eyes closed and, and really get a sense of it that way. But then you want to make sure that you consciously cognitively aware of that space when you open your eyes so that you don't only have it when your eyes are closed. So anywhere that you've bought or sold the lie that the only way to be the space of you and the infinite being you truly be is with your eyes closed, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pop-pock shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, on that note, we are going to head to break and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit gleniseshughes.com Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking about tips to deal with difficult people. And we ended the last segment talking about expanding out. And I just want to talk to you just a little bit more about that, because the more that you expand out, no matter how difficult that person is being in that moment, whatever it is they're choosing, if you're willing to be expanded, you can't judge 
which means then, same thing as we talked about before, you'd actually have the awareness of what it was going to take to change it. And also, (laughs) my experience is the more expanded that you choose to be, the less likely people who are choosing to be difficult want to hang around you. Because it's not fun to hang around somebody who is expanded, somebody who they can't uh, get, who who they can't make dance uh, with their difficultness. It just changes it. And there's a lot of people on the planet who are happy to dance with people and their craziness and their difficultness and judge it and make it significant and give their power over to them. So if you're willing to be the expansion of you, the space of you as the infinite being you truly be, quite likely those people will go away. (laughs) And how does it get any better than that? And since we've been talking a lot about awareness, because... I mean, I just talk a lot about awareness because it really is such a... ah, It's who we be. We are infinite awareness. And the more that we're willing to actually be that awareness and utilize that awareness and create more with that awareness, uh, the more that it changes everything. So I just wanted to invite you, starting October 3rd, uh, it's actually a two and a half day intensive. So third, fourth, and half a day on the fifth, uh, I am having an online intensive called Creating Your Magical Life Through Awareness, which means we actually go through intensive training on reading and trusting your awareness because everybody is different in how awareness shows up for them. We go through a step-by-step workbook to get clear on your desires for every area of your life and then we end basically the last half day is all about magic tricks to actualize your magical life. So I do the training every few months and so like I say the next one is October 3rd, 4th and 5th and there will be one, I'm actually, I don't have the dates for the next one set up yet, but if you don't have the link, if you're not on my email list, just let me know. You can send me a Facebook message or email me at info at and I will get you the link for that one. Uh, or if you want to be kept posted of future dates for that, let me know that also. All right, so on to tip number five. And it is a question that we talk about a lot in Access for lots of different things. And this one is, you know, what's right about this I'm not getting. So when you are having someone who's choosing to be difficult, instead of, you know, focusing on them being difficult and go playing in the judgment and the blame and, you know, all of that stuff, like, what if you just ask, like, what is right about this that I'm not getting? <sighs> What's right about me with this I'm not getting? And you will, I don't want to say you'll rarely, but you will possibly not receive an awareness with that. And that's okay. Just by asking that question can actually change everything. Because usually what you're asking is what's wrong with them? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with the situation? And the universe will always respond to your questions. So if you're asking what's wrong, you will find out. (laughs) So if you start asking and training yourself to ask, like, what is right about this that I'm not getting? Oh, what is right about this person I'm not getting? Oh, what's right about me that I'm not getting? It just changes. And you can run the clearing statement after if you like, or you can just be in the space of that question. Like, what is right about this I'm not getting? 
And you may have some awareness with it. You might be like, wow, actually, I'm the one being difficult. And I know we don't often want to admit that, but sometimes we judge a person as being difficult because their point of view or their awareness or what they're sharing or whatever is opposite to ours. And then we judge it as being difficult instead of being honest with what it is. Okay, it's just different. doesn't mean they're right and it doesn't mean they're wrong, but it's just different. So is there something in, in what they're choosing or doing or acting like that is actually creating more or something that is, uh, you know, upsetting you that if you looked at it could change it? Yeah, everything that just brought up, we destroy and uncreate it all, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, put back, shorts, boys, meons. Now, with that said, I don't want you to go into the space of, oh, of course, I'm the one who's wrong, because you already spend way too much time there anyway. That's not, that's not where you want to come from with this, but you just want to be open to the possibilities. Like, what is this? Like, what is this? <laughs> Which is actually tip number six. What is this? And these are four questions from Access that can change anything. What is this? What can I do with it? Can it be changed? If so, how do I change it? What is this? Oh, wow. This is them being upset that they can't have what they want. Or this is them showing me another possibility that I don't want to know I have. Oh, interesting. Like where you actually just allow yourself the awareness of what it is. Instead of defending and judging and spinning and distracting and all of that crazy, you're just like, oh, well, that's what this is. Okay, cool. How does it get any better than this? I talked to Hubby about this space upstairs. We have a, a third, no, I, guess, I mean, it's a floor, but it's only half. So we don't have three levels of our house. We have a basement, a main floor, and then kind of half of a third floor. And it's a beautiful space, but we don't actually use it. We thought when we moved in, like when we were packing and we had all these great conversations about what we would use that space as, and we just don't use it. So I had said to him recently, like, I would love that for my office. I would just love it. Now, the unfortunate piece to it is it's quite open. Like it's uh, the stairway up to it is all open. So if I was in there, say, recording even this right now, uh, he, I mean, he would have to be quiet on the main floor. So I just happened to mention that I would absolutely love that space for my office because it's beautiful, it's bright, it's just amazing, the view, everything. And he got quite upset with that idea and, you know, kind of like, wow, you get the whole basement and now you want the upstairs. And, you know, he had quite a reaction to it. And and I just left it because I wasn't quite sure what to do with it and uh, and just was asking. And it took probably, I don't know, a week or so. I mean, I wasn't asking constantly, but I was just curious as to kind of like, what was that? And I realized that, I mean, I started my business in 2002. So that's, we're 18, so 16 years ago. And the very first house that we had bought is where I started it which was a 700 square foot house and it the my business was on the main floor so he had to be quiet in fact he didn't come home and I, I mean I was, did what I could to book clients when he was working and stuff but still he couldn't come home and then when we moved out to the acreage near Vermilion, although the house was much bigger my business was on the main floor 
So same thing. He couldn't come home or come in the house. He could come home, but he couldn't come in the house uh, and, you know, make noise, all of that stuff. So we move here. And after all these years of having to be quiet and not be able to come and go as he wishes and all of that, he can have that until I happen to mention (laughs) that I would like that space for my office. So I'm like, oh, wow, interesting. Okay, cool. And it just, it gives me a different space with it. Doesn't mean that I can't still ask for it or we can't talk about it, but it just gave me the kind of like, oh, wow, I get that now. So like, what is this? What can I do with it? Can I change it? If so, how can I change it? So, you know, if somebody is being difficult and you have the awareness that, uh, I don't know, they feel threatened by what you're asking them to do or not do or something, you might actually have the awareness there's nothing that you can do about it. Like, there's nothing you can do to change it because that's their stuff. So then it's really just about what can you do for you. So that's the other thing is you want to be willing to be really, really honest with yourself because sometimes there are, you, you can't change it for that. Well, you can't change it for the other person. <laughs> so it's about what can you do with it for you? Oh, wow. Okay. So then this is off topic. You know, let's say you have a business partner and you're talking about adding a new product line to your business and they are absolutely dead set against it and will not budge. Well, okay, then, you know, can you change it? You can't change them saying no. Maybe, I mean, maybe you can, but if you got the awareness that no, you can't, then okay, what do you do? What's your action step for you? You could dissolve the business. You could add, you could have that product line on a different company for yourself while while being in business with them. You know, there's a million things. So it's not that you want to go, oh, well, they don't want it and they're being difficult, so I can't have it. It really is just like, oh, okay, so this is where we're at. This is where they're coming from. What, what's, what can I do for me now? So everything that I just brought up, we destroyed and created it all. Return to center with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And another tip would be to look at where, if you are, playing victim to what the other person is choosing. Because that's often, or not, I mean, I shouldn't say often, but at least for me, often, if I'm in the space of their being difficult, then I'm usually doing it from an and I can't change it, and that's just the way it is, and it never works out for me. Like, I'm doing the victim thing with that, from that energy. And again, for me, it goes back to the energies that I was excluding. So if somebody was kind of pushy or bossy or, um, you know, kind of that energy, then I would usually do the opposite of, oh, well, you know, it has to be their way, and, well, that's what they want, and, you know, that that victim pathetic energy. <laughs> so that would be the thing. Check in with yourself. Like, are you playing less than? Are you pretending that they have power over you or how they act has an impact on how you be on the planet? Because those are things you want to really, really be aware of. Because then what happens is, we it's a blame game basically we go oh well they're acting like that so I can only act like this or they're doing this so I can't do that and that is a sticky sticky mess to be in (laughs) so everywhere that you have played victim to the people who are choosing to be difficult will you destroy and uncreate it all 
return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if, just like they are choosing for them, what if you could choose for you? Yeah, what if no matter what the other person chose or other people chose, what if you could choose for you? Like, oh, cool, they're choosing difficult. Okay, what, what would create more here? Oh, okay, this, you know, whatever that is. So all of the lies that you've bought and sold that you have to react to how people act, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you haven't been willing to be the most potent energy in your life and your living, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I mean, really, how much would your life change if you truly acknowledged just how potent you are? So whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the pathetic you are choosing? Everything that is, we discern and create it all and return it to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared, creating the comfortable distance between you and the potency of you that you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the potency of you, you truly be, with ease and joy and glory? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the infinite magic and miracle walking that you truly be. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Like really, what if you knew you could handle anything? What if no matter what, you would trust you? You would know that no matter how somebody was being in front of you, how they were acting, what they were doing, that you had your back. That you could get up and leave. You could say what was required to be said. You could be what was required to be. Like whatever it was, what if you could actually know that for you and honor that for you? Anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to have your own back for all eternity with ease and joy and glory? Anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what does it mean to have your own back? You never judge you. No matter what, you never judge you. 
been to have your own back we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad all nine putpock shorts boys and beyonds whose lies what lies and how many beingnesses are you using to create the judgment of you you are choosing everything that is we destroy and uncreate it all return to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad all nine putpock shorts boys and beyonds how many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared? Creating the comfortable distance between you and having your back you are choosing. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all. Return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the infinite being with infinite awareness infinite having your back you truly be with ease and joy and glory anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic we destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad all nine putpock shorts boys and beyonds what energy space and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal unbelievable fantastic phenomenal unfathomable magical miraculous reality totally beyond this reality with total ease Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic. We destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And I look forward to meeting you somewhere on this beautiful planet soon. Thank you for making The Glenice Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.